0: Hey, Prime members! You can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. You start the album with the cover of Tim McGraw's "Damn Country Music," then you end it with a song called "Ain't My Damn to Give."
1: You forgot there's one called
0: "Damn, damn, damn. to Live. <laughs> I didn't want to throw that in there. I
1: thought about just calling it my new damn album, but the label wouldn't go for it.
2: Damn, Riley, what are you yeah, trying to I know. say? I know. <laughs> I promise y'all that is the extent of the cursing that you'll hear on this show. (laughs) I'm Amber Anderson. Welcome to Country Heat Weekly, the destination for country music fans. I'm Kelly Sutton. And you have to stick
0: around for our interview with Riley Green. If nothing else, just to hear his Tracy Lawrence impersonation.
2: It's not bad. No, it's actually pretty good. (laughs) Now, you may remember Riley from his 2019 hit, I Wish Grandpa's Never Died, which he solo wrote. Mm -hmm. And of course, hundreds of thousands of you just saw Riley open up for Luke Combs on his world tour.
0: Well, Riley is dropping a new album tomorrow. It includes a solo composition again,
2: and he has collaborations on there with Luke and Jelly Roll. Stick around to hear about all of that as our celebration of Country Music Month continues here at Amazon Music. I mean, truly, it's
0: Country Music Month in this town every month. Every month. Yes, (laughs) but there are some very special things that are happening across the Amazon Music app, including some refreshed brand new Rediscover playlists.
2: The Rediscover playlist is a great way to travel down memory lane with one of your favorite artists, or maybe there's someone new you missed and are just now getting into. This is a great crash course. They just launched a Charlie Warsham Rediscover,
0: and I get to see Charlie pretty regularly at the Grand Ole Opry. He has a new album coming out October 13th called Compadres, and he has Dirk Bentley on there. He's got uh, Lainey Wilson on there, Kip Moore. It's so good. I love him.
2: Charlie Worsham is such a gem. He is. Of this town. He is he is incredible. I loved his album, Rubber Band. So I'm so glad he is back with new music. I'm going to have to check it out. I also saw that there is a new Amazon original from Megan Moroney. I love when we get those exclusive performances. So is this an acoustic performance of one of her songs or is it a cover? It's a cover of one of my favorite songs. Oh, tell me. Chris Stapleton's. What are you listening to?
0: <gasps> well, apparently I'm going to be listening to that as soon as we get done <laughs> you here. You should. I am too.
2: I mean, oh my gosh. I love this song so much. So listen to it, okay? then call me so we can discuss. Done. I promise I will. Okay, so last week we got to go to this super swanky event
0: here in Nashville for Lainey Wilson. I feel like we need to tell everybody about it. Well, let's take a quick break
2: and we'll give you all the scoop in our What's Cooking segment. <music> Okay, everybody, this is
0: where we dig into all the buzz that's happening around Nashville. We're talking about what's hot in country music. What was it that Darius said? It's hot up in here. (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. I don't think that there's anybody hotter in country music right now than Lainey Wilson. Give her all my votes.
2: There was a party last week here in Nashville for Lainey. I think it was maybe for the launch of her partnership with a liquor brand, mm-hmm. but basically, it was a bunch of influencers like Kelly Sutton <laughs> and a few tag alongs <laughs> like me and producer Jay. <laughs> there was live music, drinks, food, and parting gifts. Check
0: this out, y'all. We got hats. Hold on. I'm going to hand yours over. I Aren't mean,
2: cool? I have to say I did
0: not wear a hat to the event because I thought it was a little too on the nose that that would be a Laney thing. And then when we got there and they were doing hats, I said, yes, please. We have to get in line <laughs> for this immediately. <laughs> they do look like Laney hats. They, they do. have feathers and they have brands.
2: Yeah. we got our to, initials. We got to brand them on mm-hmm. the back. Got my little double A there. I loved it. It was it was so much fun. And I mean, honestly, it, it was performances. Yeah. And drinks and food and just a bunch of people in a room socializing. It was very Nashville.
0: It was a Nashville event to the T. Yeah. And I loved every second of it. Same. Also, I'm going to wear the hat for the rest of this episode because (laughs) now my hair is messed up. So here we go. (laughs) Meanwhile, while all this is going on, we do have some serious news. We want to send out some positive and healing vibes to our friend and Lainey's duet partner, Hardy. He's had to cancel some shows due to ongoing panic attacks.
2: Fans may remember that one year ago this month, I can't believe it's been a year already, Hardy suffered a rollover bus accident, which inflicted serious injuries on all that were on board and landed his bus driver in the hospital.
0: Now, in a social media post, he said that he'd been dealing with some serious anxiety approaching the one-year anniversary of the accident, including panic attacks that have landed
2: him in the hospital. So he's taking some time off to get some much-needed help, which we applaud. I think that's so important, not only that he's taking the time to deal with this, Mm -hmm. but also that he's being so transparent and vulnerable about all the things he's dealing with.
0: I actually sent him a message just telling him how proud we were of him for being really open and honest about all of this and how proud I was specifically that he was taking care of himself. Mm -hmm. So we're sending you all the love, Hardy. Take care of yourself take all the time you need. Okay. So we have been talking about John Party, about his Christmas album ever since the spring. He told us way back when, gave us the early scoop back at the ACM Awards that he was going to
2: do a Christmas album. We now have a release date and we have some more scoop. Merry Christmas from John Party comes out October 27th, the week that he's Finally being inducted as a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Boy, talk about things that we've been talking about since spring. I know, right? He was invited live on Prime Video's broadcast from Stagecoach. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you can tell by looking at the Christmas album cover, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. I mean, obviously, it's John Party. But check out what else we've learned about the project.
1: I'm telling you, there's some songs. They're going to be a surprise I recorded. I, we basically shuffled All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. And it's like, it sounds like Don't Rock the Jukebox, and it's awesome. It surprised me how good it is.
0: I cannot wait to hear that. It's going to be amazing. John is doing a big holiday show at the Beacon Theater in New York City. That's happening on December the 16th. Before that, he's performing at Opry Country Christmas Show. That's happening over
2: Thanksgiving weekend. Speaking of the Opry, John will be the second member added this month. Sarah Evans was inducted last weekend. That's right. Our team was
0: there. We chatted with her backstage about the honor, which was a long time coming.
2: I'm going to be honest. There there have been times where I've been, you know, I've even cried about why am I not a member of the Opry yet? Um, I've had all those number one hits and accolades and sold records. But then at the same time, my faith in the Lord says God is always providing and protecting. And so it will be the perfect time. And so it is the perfect time. Congrats to her. That's awesome. Oh, and one more thing to celebrate. Keith Urban, David Lee Murphy, and Kix Brooks were all inducted into the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame this week, along with Casey Bethard and Rafe Van Hoy.
0: So many good things are happening, including, of course, Riley Green's new album dropping tomorrow. So stay right here, because when we come back, we'll have Riley Green in the spotlight.
1: Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, Apple, 2% on all other Apple card with Apple pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple card issued by Goldman Sachs bank, USA Salt Lake city branch subject to credit approval. Terms apply.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot,
0: Is here with us. Hello, Riley Green. Hi, Riley. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? So good.
1: Good. It's a cool spot y'all got here.
2: Thanks. Thanks. We like it. Really, really like it. Mm -hmm. It's good to have you here.
1: Yeah. We always run each other on the road somewhere, so it's nice to be back home and doing it.
2: In the A.C. Because I think the last time we saw each other, we were saying a a stagecoach. It's much much cooler. Like 105.
1: I only had the interview for like a few minutes. Yeah, Y'all were there all day.
2: Then, yeah. Yeah. All I do was then.
1: sing. I had the easy. Run
2: view. out. <laughs> well, the new album is Ain't My Last Rodeo. It is your second album. The first came out in 2019. So tell us what you're feeling as you get ready to release this new project.
1: Well, I think I'm like every other artist. It's always like a little antsy about just wanting to put music out. You know, you always want to get some new music out to fans. And uh, this was perfect timing for me coming off tour with Luke Combs, doing stadiums. We had a great year, got in front of a lot of new fans, but I feel like it's really important to get this album out. And uh, it's, it was a really cool process for me because it's the first time I've ever done an entire album. We've always put out EPs and, and you know, singles. And this is a, a, what I would say would be a real well-rounded project because it's got a lot of different times, kind of songs on it. And that's kind of what I was excited about.
0: So why was there the gap? from 2019 to now. That, that's Well, a- there
1: was the whole 2020 thing yeah. where yeah. we didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: know? we we know a couple of those years we were all kind of just hanging out at home.
1: You know, I think a little bit of it is, uh, you know, you, you don't write amazing songs every day, especially me, because when I get done playing on the weekend, I usually put my guitar up and don't want to look at it again until next week. But... It's uh we put out a few EPs and some singles and, and definitely continue to put music out, but I just didn't want to put an album out until I really felt good that it was a complete project. Kinda of had a thought and a direction and uh it just took that long, I guess.
0: Okay, so sophomore curse. I know that's a terrible thing to say. Any fear of that?
1: No, I don't think I made it to sophomore in college, so <laughs> I didn't have any problems with that. <laughs> <laughs> Freshman and out. Uh no, it's it's just I've been able to see fans, the crowd growing. Obviously, being direct support for Luke on that stadium tour was an amazing opportunity, but I'm already doing so much more than I ever thought I would. It's hard mm. to really be nervous about anything. You know, I've kind of made it to a certain extent already.
2: Yeah, you having fun with it.
1: Yeah, I'm not on the roof in Alabama doing construction work. So. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's for sure. So if you could describe this album for us, what can fans expect? From this project?
1: Well, it's definitely, you know, the more traditional country music sound that I kind of grew up listening to and certainly try to write. And uh, it's it's exciting for me because I think this album has a lot of different types of songs on it. I was pretty mindful of, uh, you know, not making just every song one that you ride around in your truck and cry listening to because I, I tend to ride in that direction pretty often. But there's some collaborations that I think might be a little bit surprising and it's uh it's gonna be really fun to have an album that has a lot of songs that people haven't heard yet. A lot of times I'm bad about playing stuff at shows and teasing songs before they come out and this has got a lot of brand new songs on it.
0: Good stuff for people to then dive into, find out more about you. Let's talk about My Last Rodeo, which is where you get the name from. Ain't my last rodeo. Um, you wrote this by yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's the same with I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. It was something that was real personal to me and it was inspired by my granddaddy and uh it really just kind of felt like I was the only person that could ride it from the place that, you know, I experienced it. And My Last Rodeo was something my granddaddy Buford said to me in 2010, right before he passed away. Thirteen years later, I write this song, you know, mm. so it stayed with me for a long time. But it was just that thought that, you know, it wasn't really over. Don't be sad about him passing away. He lived a good life and, you know, he still had a lot ahead of him. And that was kind of what I took from it. And Very meaningful song to me. And obviously, My Last Rodeo would be a great album title for George Strait, I guess, if it was going to be his last album. But for me, that's not very fitting. So Ain't My Last Rodeo became the album title. And uh, it's it's a song I'm really excited about getting out.
2: I'm always just so floored when people can write songs. A, write songs. Period. Two, write songs by themselves. So is there a certain process around that for you? Like, do you just have to have an idea like this that's super personal that you just sit down and, like, go after
1: it? I think that one of the big benefits to co-writing is a schedule you know, you you don't always want to get up and go do it and really, and you bounce bouncing stuff off people and it's just a little easier. So I think I have to be really excited about an idea or a topic to really sit down and write it by myself. But, I, you know, I've written most of my songs by myself earlier in my career, not because I thought I was a good writer. I didn't have anybody to write with me, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's great to kind of do a little bit of both, but I think certain ideas and titles that are really personal to me, I I tend to kind of hang on to. I was
2: going to say, do you have those in your back pocket that you're like, "Eh, I'm not going to throw that idea out in the room with the group today. I'm going to keep that for myself.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, I'm the only one that lived through that exact experience. And uh, a lot of my stuff I write by myself comes off pretty simple. But I think people can relate to that.
0: Is there a confidence that comes with already having something that you've written be a success and then putting out something that is solo because it's one thing to like go in and have a collaboration and have a bunch of people's names on it and then maybe it doesn't do as well as you hoped and you're like ah we tried guys it's their fault he it, said that it's, line it's right
1: yeah it's that i told you not to put that this in there it
0: only has your last name on it
1: yeah it, it certainly does I, I was uh i think that there's a lot of, of confidence you get from just any success in songwriting but I really wrote so much for the fans. You know, having had a little bit of a career before signing a record deal in 2018, I was still a touring artist and I had a fan base. And so I knew what I was writing was, was you know, was resonating with somebody. You know, when, when Grandpa's became the song that it did uh, and having written that one by myself, it kind of, you know, I just feels like, At least I got one good song. You know, I mean, there's one song at the show people aren't going to throw vegetables at me when I play, so I've got that in my back pocket, I guess.
2: (laughs) Well, of course, we have to talk about the song that we have on our Country Heat playlist right now with Luke Combs, Different Round Here. The song itself was on your last album, but then you added Luke to it. So how did that come about I know you guys just got off the road. What's that relationship been like for you two to have with Luke?
1: Yeah, no big deal. I just got Luke Combs on my I know, song. <laughs> it's real casual. Uh, well, it was a meaningful song to me, and, and it really raises hands with fans. At every show, it was like it was a hit. You know, they sang every word to it. So we started talking about making it a single, and obviously the tour with Luke was a great time. And I just texted him and said, man, do you want to be a part of this song? And very fortunately for me, he did. So uh, it's been awesome to see it get a new life and— uh, it's, it's just cool to have, you know, not only your buddy, but somebody you're a fan of and somebody that's having the career that he's having be a part of something you came up with.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Okay, everybody, if you have kids listening in the car, earmuffs, cover your ears. We're going to say a four-letter word.
1: Mom, you too. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. You start the album with the cover of Tim McGraw's damn country music. Then you end it with a song called, Ain't My Damn To Give. <laughs> is that your favorite word you
1: you forgot there's one called
0: damn Damn, good day to live I didn't want to throw that in there I
1: thought about just calling it my new damn album but the label wouldn't go for it Uh,
0: damn Riley what are you trying to say I don't know
1: it's uh, yes there was certainly thought about what we put on this album and it it being a complete project but you know some of these songs you write you know there's songs on this album I wrote three years ago Miss Hippie Me I wrote you know literally three years ago and it's It's kind of a compilation, so you don't realize what's going to happen. But I'm really just glad y'all don't see the other three songs I didn't put on the record. (laughs) They're way worse.
0: Some people do extended editions. You have to do like the... Like a censored edition. Censored edition.
1: Uh, Deluxe album, One More Damn Song. (laughs) (laughs) Please.
0: Please do that. Put the little explicit thing on there. That's Uh perfect. Uh That's absolutely perfect. (laughs) Talk to us a little bit about covering Tim McGraw's damn country music, and how Tim influenced you. Did you grow up listening to him?
1: Of course. Everybody listened to Tim McGraw yeah. growing up, and it's uh, it's always cool to see guys like that that are still right in the middle of it. I mean, like, I played a show with him the other day in uh, Canada. He still has all the energy, and that was just one of my favorite songs. I didn't ask him if I could do it or anything. I don't know how he feels about it, but I was certainly honored to be able to do a Tim McGraw song, and that's, uh, you know, a Cool cover and one I didn't write on the album, so I'm excited about everybody hearing that.
2: I want to talk about Copenhagen in a Cadillac. First off, did your lawyers tell you that you had to have the little registered trademarks by <laughs> the
1: title? I don't even know if I have a lawyer. I'm probably, <laughs> I probably got several pending lawsuits. If that's the case, uh, no, I, I haven't. I guess I haven't seen it. I know I had one of those. It's uh, It's Got it's got
2: two. One after Copenhagen, one after Catalonia. Well, I'd yeah.
1: get a brand deal from one of those, anyway. Right. Uh, Come on. That was the title I had, and it was really just a lighthearted, fun song I wrote, and I wasn't planned on cutting it. Certainly not on this album, but uh, gotten to be pretty good buddies with Jelly Roll, and he's having such a moment. And uh, I think we did a show together and just came across that song. I sent it to him and said, Man, this sounds like you. And he called me. He said, He waited two days. He said, I waited two days to make sure I wasn't just freaking out over nothing. He said, Please let me be on this song. Oh,
0: um, Oh, so, that's so um, cool. How did you become aware of him? Like, where did you guys meet?
1: So I I found Jelly Roll like 10 years ago on YouTube. Because I was the generation that was like, you know, you get on the computer to surf through videos. And uh, we didn't have TikTok and all that stuff back then, you know. Matter of fact, our cell phones didn't do anything. You had to get on a computer right. yeah. to get on the Internet. But uh I, I, he was, a you know, kind of had his rap thing and uh, had some songs out. And uh, I just thought he was an interesting guy, which obviously that's— a huge part of his success now is story, and everything's very interesting to people, and how open he is about it, and uh, very seemingly appreciative of everything he gets. So we did some shows together, and he just we hit it off. Very, very unexpected collaboration, I think, for people. So it'll be it'll be fun for everybody to hear. It.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, do you what do you see as like the overlap in your
1: audiences? Mm. <laughs> 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 I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be fun to see. It'll we'll right? be very interesting <laughs> to see. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's so cool
0: he is one of our favorites yeah. I mean truly and he's such an authentic so dude fun. like when you are around him you're like okay there's there's no like pretense there no. it's, it's full on jelly all the time that's right that's
1: good stuff He's not an act
0: no no he is not we're asking everyone doing the podcast during country music month which is October to define what country music means to them so what does country music mean to you
1: you know musically country music is kind of all over the board and there's plenty of room for all that I just think that the storytelling is what makes a song country to me, and I think that you know. There's times I want to ride around with the windows down, or just feel good, or dance, or whatever. But I think that country music's that thing that's supposed to make you feel some kind of way, and that's what I always try to write. And I think that's what it always means to me.
2: I like that answer. Me too. So looking ahead to 2024, you've got the eight. My last rodeo tour. Tracy Lawrence is opening up <laughs> cool for you. Just <laughs> so cool. I love him. Have you wrapped your head around that yet?
1: No. No, and Tracy uh, Lawrence
2: is your opening act. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I feel like I won't get any sleep because I'll watch all of his set and then <laughs> have to go play mine. It's uh, it's gonna be an awesome tour. I'm such a big fan of him, and you know he was '90s country to me growing up. And you know, from a business standpoint, he, he he's gonna sell a different ticket than me. You know, I mean, yeah. it's my dad will find that one to come to my shows. You know? <laughs> It's uh, it's just going to be a great tour, and obviously, I like the more traditional country music, and I think it's just going to be a lot of fun to be on tour with him.
0: What is your favorite Tracy Lawrence song?
1: That's t- time marches on. Oh, good one. It's one of the older ones, yeah. But you know, in Alabama, paint me a Birmingham. We didn't know what the song was actually about. Yeah, but uh, that was a hometown song for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you do a Tracy Lawrence imitation? Well, you
1: know. Let's I'm, hear it. Come on, come on, come you, on. Just a little, just I, a little. I was going to put out like me playing one of his songs for like the tour now. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I started getting into Tracy voice. It's hard it's, not
0: to. It really
1: is, man. <laughs> I mean,
0: he's very distinct. Let's hear just your, your little bit Sister of it.
1: Sister cries out from her baby bed. He's got the little whisper <laughs> thing. He's got the uh, John Anderson whisper too. He like, does. Those two got the same kind of thing. Yeah. You can't fake it. And you know who's singing when he's oh, singing. Oh,
2: yeah. 100%. You yeah. flip through on the dial, you're like, oh, there's Tracy. There he is. Yep. Okay. Well, we can't let you get out of here without playing one of our favorite games, which is a round of burning questions. So these are rapid fire. Okay. Can't think too hard. Okay. First thing that comes into your mind Celebrity Crush,
1: Susan Sarandon, Comfort Food, Pasta.
0: Last TV show that you binged, Yellowstone bucket list venue to play? Red Rocks. The last thing you bought on Amazon?
1: Golf shoes. <laughs> that's
0: a good purchase. That is a good purchase. So, yeah. Also, didn't you just do a collaboration with Jockey?
1: Well, now you're really going to get us sued because <laughs> that's Luke Bryan. Mine was with Gildan.
0: Yours was with Gildan. Okay. Yeah. Tell us all about that.
1: Well, you know, it's just uh, times are getting sort of tough and <laughs> couldn't afford socks and underwear and t-shirts, so...
0: Free stuff. Yeah,
1: it works out great.
0: You officially now have that moniker on your resume: underwear model. It's yes,
1: what I was always hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> I finally I mean, made it. We we had to come to some pretty uh, some pretty uh, agreeable terms on what what exactly the advertisement was going to entail, and <laughs> they came up with a great uh, storyline for the commercial and all that. So it's it's tasteful.
2: It's tasteful,
1: everyone. <laughs> we
2: Don't get any ideas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't think of it like that. But (laughs) socks and underwear, if you need it, he's your guy. Go see him on the Ain't My Last Rodeo tour. The album of the same name is out tomorrow. Are you going to stay up to midnight to wait for it to drop? Got to. Do you go buy a physical copy somewhere?
1: Uh, Every time. Yes.
0: And do you sign some and leave them?
1: I never even thought about that.
0: But make sure that you have somebody (laughs) else with you in case so like, sir, you can't open those.
1: Well, my mom still sells like bootleg CDs of mine. I think back in Jacksonville, Does she so really? it was get one her. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, she was when I when I signed my record deal, she was still making my labels and making CDs and selling them. And the label came down and said, you know, you can't do that anymore. Like that's illegal. <laughs> like, you She's can't. like yeah, sure. My sister's selling like this bootleg Riley pick. green merch. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I made is him awesome. so. bootleg like, yeah. like merch. <laughs> I'll see people coming it. to my shows. With, I'm like, where'd you get that Riley shirt? Like, oh, your sister's got them online for. <laughs> Cheaper than yours. I
0: love this so much and I can't wait to meet the rest of the family. Yeah. Please bring them in oh, when they come so into good. town.
1: See them at the flea market.
0: <laughs> good luck with everything, Riley. Thank you. Good to Thanks, talk to Riley. you.
1: Appreciate
0: it. I'm totally searching online right now to see if I can find one of his sister's bootleg t shirts.
2: And if I do, I'm going to buy one and wear it the next time I see him. Well, if you do find them, send me her number. Or a link or something, because yeah. I won't want one, too.
0: I promise I will.
2: <laughs> okay, so next
0: week on the pod, we're going to introduce you to Colton, Zach, and Garrett, the members of Restless Road.
2: Let me check my notes on this, because it's tricky. Yeah. Okay, their album is called Last Rodeo, right? Yes. So,
0: Riley Green's album
2: coming out tomorrow is Ain't My Last Rodeo. That's right. Okay. Obviously, they are on two different record labels, or that wouldn't be allowed to happen. <laughs>
0: very true it's a lot going on a lot of rodeoing (laughs) so whether it's your first rodeo your last rodeo or somewhere in between we want you to share this podcast with all your cowboy friends or cowboy wannabes in your life we just want to grow this rodeo to be even bigger I like it I like
2: (laughs) it and cowgirls too that's right but seriously post a link on your socials and tell your friends to listen in Country Heat Weekly is available everywhere you listen to podcasts as well as on YouTube
0: Oh, watch us on YouTube so you can see our hats, our really cute hats. You don't want to miss out on that. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com.
1: Hey, you. Psst, it's Jason Bateman. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers, the super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is J. Well, why are you yeah, why are you whispering? Well, there's there's a psst, the Jimmy or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it.
0: Follow SmartList on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to SmartList ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.